Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. All right, so what do you need to track in your marketing efforts? Well, you have to take inventory of what you're using marketing-wise, and I'm going to cover three different subjects of marketing and maybe some subjects within each of those marketing. So the first one we're going to talk about is website. We're going to then talk about social media and then email marketing. And by no means is this an order of um, importance or priority in your marketing efforts. It's just three different sections of what we're going to be talking about today. These are three different sections of what's important to market in your company. So the first one is website. Now, I have talked many times about website. I've had people as a guest on this episode talking about websites. And it's important to have a website, something that has copy and text and wording about your business and what you do and what you operate and offer and photos and a portfolio of what events that you have done in the past. That's super important and it's super important to have it. Now, when it comes to website, if you don't yet have a website, you need to get one. The two places that we recommend people get websites is from either WordPress and ShowIt, which is our platform for our website or Squarespace. Both are equally great for different reasons. We did a long uh, research on whether we wanted to use Squarespace or show it in WordPress. And we ended up going with show it in WordPress for a lot of different reasons. The main one being that we could completely customize our platform and our website without having to learn a whole bunch of code. Now with Squarespace, you have a lot of templates that you can have, but then you have to know coding to make it super custom to your website. And if you're in the very beginning stages of your business, you might not think that you want something custom, but later on in life, you might want it. And so we ended up going with Show It and WordPress. WordPress is the operation of your website. It's the code of your website, whereas Show It is kind of like the makeup on top of that. It's what makes your website look and feel the way that it is. So you add your colors and wording and the fonts and the photos and all that from the show it side of that. WordPress is where you will produce your blog posts and all those that go into SEO and show it has some SEO, kind of the basic SEO things with that. And so those are things that you need to set up in your business to start is a website. There's lots of different website platforms out there, but those are our favorites for rental companies. And then the great thing about websites is that you can integrate your website with your inventory. And so if you utilize a software for inventory, there's a lot of softwares that have the ability to do an API code or a plugin on your website. There's a difference between the two. A plugin is not as custom as an API code. However, an API code is simple to put in if you know some basics about coding, which is pretty easy to learn. You can just go to YouTube and uh, check it out. It's not enough for us to do a podcast about coding because it's not necessarily something that you will utilize all the time. But go to YouTube and search how to put an API coding into my website and I'll teach you exactly how to do it. Or you can hire someone to do it. 
We love Good Shuffle Pro. You guys know that. We've talked about it over and over on the podcast. And if you want a 30-day free trial with Good Shuffle Pro, you can go over to rendereducate.co backslash goodshuffle. We'll put the link in the show notes for you. But that's where you can find out that. Hey, friends. Want to know the number one thing event professionals should invest in to take their business to the next level? Easy-to-use cloud-based rental software. That, my friends, is Good Shuffle Pro. Grow your event design and decor company when you partner with software built exclusively for your industry. Get paid quickly with electronic contracts and digital payments, keep track of your inventory, and give your clients an easy breezy experience. Head to rendereducate.co backslash goodshuffle or the link in our show notes for a free 30-day trial of Goodshuffle Pro. With your website, you have to track some analytics though. And our favorite place and the best place to track your analytics is through Google Analytics. Google Analytics is super simple to sign up for. All you have to do is link your website to Google Analytics. It's a step-by-step process that you do that. Probably take you about five minutes or so to do that. And then there are some things that you want to track on there. Things such as most clicked on web page. So on your web page, you typically will have a home, a inventory page, Um, You're going to have maybe multiple different inventory pages or one inventory page that has just the basics about that inventory on it, contact page, blog, portfolio, things like that. And so it's going to show you what is most commonly clicked on and what is least commonly clicked on. That's important to know because if your inventory pages are the least commonly clicked on things, then you know that there's a problem because the point of your website is to show people your inventory. Um, And so you want to make sure that you're making decisions, but you wouldn't know that unless you tracked your analytics. You see what I'm saying here? You also want to track how long people are staying on your website and on specific pages, because that's going to make you aware of how um, good your website is, how engaging your website is. If you don't have a lot of people staying on your website, then there's not much for them to do on your website. And so then you need to add things to keep them there longer to show them more about your business. And then you wanna track where you are getting people to your website. So where are they finding your website? Unless they're just typing in your website, how are they getting there? Um, you could be featured on a blog post somewhere, on a sub, you know, somewhere where you submit your weddings or submit your events. Um, that might be a blog post linking back. It could be social media that's linking back. It could be organic search, someone just Googling something like, Dallas event rentals, and then your business comes up. And so they click on that. That would be an organic search. And so there's a few different ways that people can get to your website. And so knowing what's working, what's not working is really important. If you notice that your SEO and your organic search, which is where your SEO comes from, um, is super high and your Instagram and social media platforms is super low, then you should probably put more effort into your SEO and your, your Instagram and such for more emphasis on your SEO if you're getting the call to actions, the CTAs that you're expecting, which is a contact form or a wish list edition. Um, so that's what you need to know about website. There's a lot of different moving parts to a website, and it's important to know how long someone's there, how many pages they're looking at, and um, be able to see those from a bird's eye glance in a view to know what's working and what's not working. What is your ultimate goal with the website? We're going to ask this question with every single platform we're going to talk about today, but with your website specifically, you want to define what is your ultimate goal? What is your KPI, which is your key performance indicator to know if it's working or not? 
If your ultimate goal is to have inquiries, then if you're not getting inquiries, you know that your KPI is not working. Your website is not going to your ultimate goal of why you need this platform. So that's really important. We're going to talk about social media in a second, and you have to define what your goals are for those as well to know if what you're doing, the efforts that you're putting together, if they're working or not. All right. So your website is your goal should be getting inquiries and getting people doing a contact form. That should be your KPI for that. For other businesses, it might be a little different, but for our companies specifically and the ones that listen to this podcast, that's what I would recommend. Now that's website. Let's move on to social media. There is a lot of different social media platforms out there, and it is important to understand which ones work for your company and which ones don't. And the only way that you can figure that out is by testing and by trial and error with your marketing efforts. But you can't have trial and error and not have a stat sheet and a template to figure out if it's working or not. And so having this marketing stat sheet is super important and highly recommended. The most common platforms for event rental companies to put their social media efforts, the number one is Instagram. Number one, cross the board. And it's been that way for years and years and years. I don't see that going away anytime soon. Now, there might be other platforms that are rising that will be kind of an additive to Instagram, and that one is specifically TikTok. It is becoming more common that people have TikToks and Instagram, and there's different goals for each of those. Pinterest is another incredible one. I would say that's the second most common one for um, event rentals. It's where a lot of brides and corporate companies will get inspiration for their events, And so you producing content for a search engine is really important. Now, Google and Pinterest are both search engines. I don't know if you knew that or not, but Google, obviously, we all know what Google does. You can search something and then a website comes up. Well, Pinterest is a little bit different. Pinterest is like an image-based Google site for um, anything creative or anything really at all. I know that I have a Pinterest. I don't use it like most people do. Um, as my team has informed me, but there's a lot of people that use it on a daily basis to look up certain things. I use it typically for my personal life to look up cute outfits for a date night or cute ideas for my kitchen or artwork for my daughter's wall in her room. That's what I use Pinterest for, but a lot of people, especially if they're planning an event, they'll go to Pinterest and they'll search whatever they're looking for wedding lounge areas, tableware for my wedding, things like that. And then it will populate a whole bunch of different images or now videos that have to do with what they're searching. And so if you can produce content for that platform, that's going to only drive it further and link back to your website, which the ultimate goal is to then get inquiries and they can find that through Pinterest, right? And so focusing on Pinterest is really important. There's other platforms like Facebook and LinkedIn and YouTube and um, TikTok, like I mentioned, but the Pinterest and Instagram are the two number one places right now with TikTok coming in kind of right behind that in popularity and usage for rental companies. There's different things that you have to track within each of those platforms. And so this marketing stats template that we use will show you exactly what you need to track. Now, the number one thing that I would recommend here is that you track your analytics in the specific platform that you're tracking it in. You might use a company like Planoly or Later. We utilize those things for our marketing efforts, but they don't have as strong of analytics as the actual platforms do is what we've learned. 
the analytics differ just slightly. Not enough to make a huge difference, but they do differ in slight variations of what is tracked. And Planoly, which is what we use, that doesn't track the same analytics that Instagram will pull. Instagram pulls additional uh, analytics that I think are very, very important to be tracking. And so I encourage you with whatever platform you're using to track analytics where the best source of those numbers come from. And so for Google, that is going to be for your website. And for each of your social media platforms, it's going to be the platform in the, the media site that you are utilizing. So don't go to Planoly for your Instagram and Pinterest. Go to Pinterest for your Insta, for your Pinterest analytics. Go to Instagram for your Instagram analytics. Go to TikTok for your TikTok uh, analytics. Go to YouTube for your YouTube analytics. Go to wherever it is because they're going to have the best ones. Now there's different things that you need to track for all of those. With Instagram, it's different from the, all the other ones because it has multiple types of media forms within the platform. So you've got stories, you've got posts, you've got IGTVs, you've got reels, so many different things. I think they came out with guides. It's not as popular anymore on um, Instagram, but there's so many different types of media that you can utilize within Instagram itself. And so there's different things that you have to track for each of those things to understand if it's working or not. And so in the stat sheet, we teach you all of that. Um, now, each of the other ones have different ones as well, but they are more specific to the type of media that they do. Um, Pinterest is specifically imagery and video, and it's just in a long format type of way. TikTok is just short form videos. YouTube is long form videos. Facebook is a little bit similar to Instagram, but Instagram is a better option than Facebook and our experience and how we've marketed because more of the users of our ideal audience are within Instagram. But Facebook is another option. LinkedIn, you really just need to follow, uh, track your followers and your subscribers that. So there's multiple different things that you need to track. But like I said, Instagram, Pinterest, and TikTok are probably the number uh, top ones that you need to focus on. Um, let's switch gears to email marketing. This is necessary for your company. If you do not have email marketing yet, you need to have email marketing. I have multiple podcast episodes about email marketing that will link in our show notes. Go back and listen to those. I'm not going to teach you how to do email marketing, but I am going to tell you that you need to track your analytics when it comes to the email marketing Email marketing is a little underrated in the events industry, in my opinion. A lot of people don't utilize it, but email marketing has a 42% return on your dollar than any other platform. Like you can guarantee you are going to get um, inquiries and sales because of your marketing efforts on email, whereas it's a gamble on social media. Now with email marketing, there's important things that you have to track, like how many subscribers you have, how many emails you're going out. But the number two, and one and two things that you need to track on there is your open rate and your click rate. What do those mean? Open rate is how often or how many times your email is being opened. It's a percentage. And so um, the ideal percentage that you want to lay within for open rate is going to be anywhere from 15 to 30% open rate. Now you might think that's really low, but if you have thousands of subscribers, to, you know, 15 to 30% is still a pretty good amount of people. And not everyone opens their emails because if you're like me, you get a lot of sales emails in your email. But if you have an email open rate of anywhere from 15 to 30%, you're in the green light. It's a good thing. If your email open rate goes down, it's under 15%. It's more like the 5 to 7 percentage. 
then there's something wrong. And that would indicate that you probably have a subject line issue, meaning your subject line is not strong enough for someone to open it up, or the content that you're putting out isn't as um, clickable. It's not as open rate friendly. Um, it's not something that people want to open. They don't look forward to your email, which means you need to change things up. And you might be asking, well, how do I change things up if people aren't even opening them? What if I change things up and nobody knows? Well, make sure you have a really strong subject line that says something that grabs their attention that wants you to get in. Something that we do that helps us understand subject lines and what's going to work and what's not going to work is what works on us. So if I see an email um, that comes in with a good subject line that makes me want to open that up, then I'm going to take note of what was it that made me open that email? Was it something number related, emoji related? Was it something that was a question that was really intriguing? Was it a statement, like a bold statement that I wanted to open? That's really important to understand. And then your click rate is really important to understand as well because it you should have, the point of email marketing is to have a CTA, a call to action. What are they doing and how are they engaging with your emails? And so a click rate um, should be some sort of a link to your website or to a promotional or to your Instagram. All roads should lead back to your website. At the end of the day, that's how people are going to reach out to you unless you want to open up your DMs for inquiries and such as well. But you're going to want to keep bringing them back to the website because that's where you're going to show off who you are, what you do as a business, and all that. And so all of that to say, when you have a click rate and you're putting your website in there, if you have a very, very low click rate, that means what you're doing and, and where you have that clickable link is not strong enough and it's not in the right placement or it's not the right um, call to action. A call to action should be something that's engaging, that requires them to click on it. If it's a very kind of like understated statement, it's probably not going to be clicked on. If it's something that says like, open me then maybe someone's going to click on that. And so it's trial and error. You have to try a few different things and then figure out what works for your audience because what your audience is, is going to be different than what my audience is. And so understanding that, I can't tell you like these are the number one things to do because these might be the number one things for my business, but my business is very different than yours. So you have to uh, understand both of those things. All right, so that is the three different types of marketing efforts that we have to focus on and the analytics that come with that. Um, we'll do an episode here shortly, soon, um, coming up that has a little bit more of marketing language in it, like how to figure out who your ideal audience is and what is good to do in each of these things, but understanding what your goal is with each of the marketing efforts that you're making on each platform that you're uh, utilizing, and then understanding what stats that you need to track to understand is what I'm posting or is what I'm hosting about or engaging with. Is that resulting in what my goal of being on this platform is? If you don't have stats, then it's really hard to make those decisions. And so I encourage you to grab our stats template that we're selling on our website. It's really important because it's going to give you the information and the knowledge that you need to make good marketing decisions. It's one thing to have really great marketing, but if you don't know how it's performing, it's impossible to do more marketing and to understand what's happening in your business and if it's working or not. All right. I hope this has been a really helpful episode for you. I'm excited for you to get into our marketing stats template and utilize exactly what we use in our business. 
and make sure that you're actually utilizing this template. We use this template every single week and we review it as a team every single month. Once a month, we'll go through this template and understand what's happening in our world. All right, guys, it's been a great time. I'm excited to see you next week on the Render Podcast. We actually have a new series coming out next week, starting with our team series. We're going to break apart every single piece of our team and how we operate that piece of the team so that you can help um, understand what's happening. So we have our sales team, we have our marketing team, conversation coming up, we have our operations team, our warehouse and delivery team. We're even going to throw in our floral team as well so you can learn more from us. All right, guys, I'm excited to see you next week on the Render Podcast.